Hello and welcome to Change Your Latitude. I'm your host, Pascal, and in this podcast, I'll be coaching you to unroot your old ways of thinking, ground into your truth, and consciously design your own authentic path. You'll also hear inspiring and thought-provoking stories from people that chose to live on their own terms. Each episode will help you to create more freedom in your life and business, not less, lean into ease and flow, not get stuck in hustle mode, grow into the person you were meant to be, and do so while enjoying life, not letting it pass you by. I believe you don't have to be anyone else to succeed and create the freedom that you deserve. So let's change your latitude. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Change Your Latitude. Today I am joined by the lovely Angela. We had a very fun discussion about starting a business and making it fun and not always so complicated. She also started her business about seven years ago to travel the world and make a real impact and also to spend more time with her dog. So we had a very fun discussion. I'm looking forward for you to hear it. So without further ado, let's jump right into the interview. All right. Welcome, Angela, to the podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Why don't you start by telling us a bit more about you and also your background story, where you're from and uh, what you do? Yeah. So I do a couple things. <laughs> I originally got into entrepreneurship about, I mean, really, it was probably a decade ago when I started my first journey into it, which was all through starting a blog back in 2009. And then gradually that turned into my first business, which is a PR company. And then recently, I would say in the last six months or so, I've pivoted again. So now instead of doing just PR, I'm now teaching women to grow their business, kind of get past those one 3K months, start to hit consistent 5K months. And really that's, I mean, that's who I love working with is really like women who want to change the world with their idea. Like they have this big idea, but they don't necessarily know what to do with it or how to do it. And that's, yeah, that's just kind of where I'm at now. This is a very condensed version, but it's been a very long, messy, sleepless <laughs> nights, crying, happy, jumping for joy. Like it's definitely been that kind of journey over yeah. the last decade. Totally can relate and lots of pivots as well. Yeah. I think, I think that's so important though. I mean, I find for myself, I mean, every couple of years, I feel like I need to pivot, whether it's like a complete pivot like I've done recently or just these minor pivots. But I feel like that's kind of the beauty of being an entrepreneur, right? Like it's not set in stone. You can always do something different. You can always try something new. And I think having a bit of that playfulness with it is like, it's kind of the fun of it. Mm -hmm. It's so important. And I love that you're bringing this point because I feel so many people that want to start a business or become an entrepreneur or freelancer, they kind of get this idea that they need to know exactly what to do and that they have to do it <clears throat> for the long time where it's totally possible to pivot. <laughs> it's the fun of it to actually, you know, go through a few rounds and iterations of your business and to see it grow and change and, and also, you know, just go with it. Yeah, absolutely. And I can almost guarantee that wherever it is that you, even if you are able to somehow miraculously nail down what you think you want the next 10 years of your life to look like, I can almost guarantee that's going to change. And that if you got to that point in 10 years and it looked like that, you probably wouldn't be happy because the reality <laughs> is that you kind of learn as you go and, and you end up finding like, oh, you know what? This thing I thought I wanted 
that's not so great after all. Like it's not a great fit or, you know, this thing that I never thought about, but, um, but now I've discovered, you know, that's what I want to focus on. And so there's almost, I mean, I very much believe in being organized, having a plan, having a vision, but I think there's a point at which you can't really micromanage it because it's probably not going to turn out that way anyway. And that's actually a really, really good thing. I absolutely agree. (laughs) And I love your mission that you're helping people build a business that can change the world. I mean, that's no small feat for sure, but it's an admirable mission. Um, Can you share a bit more about what that means for you? Yeah. So the way I've been describing it lately, this is kind of a, a weird way to describe it, but I feel like everybody gets the idea of Apple and like everyone's seen all the movies and documentaries. And so I always describe it as, I feel like I am like the Wozniak to your jobs, right? Like I feel like I don't have like, I want to change the world, but I don't have these like grandiose visions, you know? However, what I do have is the ability to reverse engineer things, mm. to really get things started in a very quick and scrappy way, and to just make things happen, especially in those early stages. And so I like to pair myself with people who have that vision, who can see those things in ways I can't. And that's kind of my way of changing the world is like, maybe I can't do it with my own giant vision because I just don't that's not how I operate. But if I can find the person that does have that vision and I can help them actually create that business, actually get it started, actually, you know, start to make that impact, find those clients, whatever it is, then to me, that is insanely fulfilling. It absolutely is. I absolutely love what you're saying here. Um, and I'd love to backtrack a bit and learn a bit more about your journey. So I know that it can be very challenging to take the leap into entrepreneurship and just let alone just think differently when you're in the corporate world. Um, So I don't know about you, but I often really felt like an alien for not wanting the traditional path of life. So I'd love to know what was it like for you? Yeah, I felt I felt the same way. I mean, I didn't even know. I just didn't even know. And so I graduated college and I kept I just kept getting laid off from these jobs, right? Like everywhere I went, it was just, oh, we don't need you anymore. We don't need you anymore. And I graduated in 2011. So it was sort of a rocky uh, economy, but also I have a communications degree. So I mean, like, I don't even know what that means, you know? And, and so nobody's really like looking for that. And so I just kept getting these jobs and kept getting laid off. And then I finally found this job that wasn't particularly exciting, but I thought, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out as I go. And then I got laid off from that job too, it was like, okay, you know, the reason I started my business is because I thought I never want to get laid off again. I don't, you know, I'm so sick of people telling me, oh, you can only have two weeks of vacation. You can only do this. You can, and just having to think so much about it and just spending all my time at a job that just was not, it wasn't even making me happy. Like I literally used to just go in the bathroom and hide and mm. cry. And I felt very similar to you and that I just felt like I would look around me and I would think, I don't understand how these people are happy. I don't understand how they're satisfied because I just felt so empty about it all. I felt like it was such a waste and that if I was only, I think I was like 23 or so at the time, that if I was only 23 and I was already feeling this, oh my God, what, I mean, I'm going to do that for 40, 50 more years. That's insane. But I also just didn't know what other options there were because I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs really like that, that is not something that I was exposed to. And so there was just a good long while where I felt very stuck, very unhappy, but I didn't know that there was a way out of that that didn't involve somebody else saving me, if that makes sense. Right. Absolutely. So what, 
What was your first step by, back then when you realized, well, this is not what I want. I don't know exactly yet what I want, but I need to change something. So what was your first step? So I remember when I still worked at that company, it was the, that was when I first started thinking, you know, what could I do? And at that time I was running, like I said, I had started a blog and the blog was a music blog. So I was interviewing bands, um, small bands, you know, giant label sign bands. I was just sort of doing that. And I was, I had built a bit of a name for myself in the music industry in the way that you do with like a blog in 2009 when blogs are not a thing, <laughs> you know, career path, but it's a step to a career path, I guess. And so I knew that that's where, like that was an industry I was familiar with. And so I started thinking, okay, what can I do with that? So I started really working with what I already had, you know, what connections do I have? What experience do I already have? And for me, the most obvious thing was, okay, well, I've built some connections in the music industry. I have been on the receiving end of press releases. And so I just assumed that that was enough that I was like, well, I've been on the receiving end. Like I could probably write a press release. I could probably like do a pretty good PR campaign. Um, and you know what? It's great. This is the best thing about being a new entrepreneur is you just, you have no idea. And so, and I, I know that some entrepreneurs feel like that's overwhelming. I think that's actually the most beautiful thing because you have nothing to compare yourself to. You are starting from ground zero and you have nowhere to go, but up. And that's very much what I did in those early days is I just went, well, I guess this is, this is what I have to work with. So I'm going to start a business out of, you know, what I already have and what basically the lowest hanging fruit is. And that's, that's really how I, how I ended up in that area. And then I just kind of, you know, grew it and figured it out from there. Mm. I love what you're sharing because it seems like you kind of started with what you had, like the skills that you had or the interests that you had, and then you simply trusted yourself and went with whatever happened, you know? And I feel a lot of people are just overthinking this first step into let's call it finding your purpose or finding the great idea or getting started. They really do overthink it. And I can absolutely understand why. Uh, but there's a beauty in just trusting, you know, your intuition and, and where it leads you also, right? Yeah. And I mean, I agree with you. I'm such an overthinker. I am. <laughs> I think about everything all the time. I worry about everything all the time. So I do definitely understand that. And I also understand that, you you know, a lot of people don't want to necessarily waste their time. And they that's how they're viewing it is like, oh, well, I don't want to waste my time by doing something. But I mean, when I started this company, when I started the PR company, it's not like I was insanely passionate about PR. I was like, oh my God, I'm dying to write a press release. That wasn't it. It was just, I, I was looking for a different lifestyle and this was the quickest way for me to get there. And I knew I could eventually build it into, or I guess I didn't know at the time, but I figured again, I just thought, you know what, I'll figure it out mm -hmm. and I will figure out how to turn it into something that fulfills me in those different ways. And I did, but that, that hardest part was just getting started. And so I agree with you. If people are feeling stuck, not knowing, I think just look at, look around you. What is the quickest thing for you to get up and running? It doesn't mean you have to do it for the rest of your life. You can switch industries. I mean, I, I switched industries, you know, 10 years into my career, I've switched industries. So, I mean, you can definitely do it. It's just about finding something that you can get started with because it's just that momentum thing, right? Like once you get going, it's a lot easier to pivot or try new things And you can kind of learn as you go versus just trying to constantly think your way out of it. Absolutely. It just comes with taking that first step, take, taking action. And then once you do take action and you build momentum, then it leads you somewhere. And that's how you grow. And that's how you just get in the right direction. I mean, if you can see the whole plan, that's great. But if you can't, that shouldn't just 
you know, prevent you from taking that first step? Because like you said, I know that people are uh, afraid of wasting time and effort, but the time that they're wasting actually staying in the kind of life that doesn't fulfill them, it's it's kind of pointless at the same time. So just, I, I think this advice is great to just look around you and see what's the simplest first step that I can take, take it. And then it's kind of surprising how clear things become after you take that first step. You you take action and then you realize, oh, that's the second step. Like sometimes you cannot see the full plan. Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, even now I still, and I think it's, it's kind of a lifelong habit. You know, I still find myself, it's not like one day you wake up and you're just like, you know what, I'm, I never do this again. I mean, I still find myself having to remind myself to just take the step, try the thing, uh, you know, break that mm-hmm. habit because you're so right. Like you can sit there and, th- and I have, I've tried it. I've tried for, there was one point I spent like years of trying to think my way out of it and you know, nothing, nothing really came of it. And then the second I started taking steps, it starts to fall into place. And honestly, if you're not doing that, if you're just trying to think your way out of it, you're probably just going to get more and more frustrated and burnt mm-hmm. out. And if you're frustrated and burnt out before you even started, that that's going to make starting a whole lot harder. Absolutely. And I can remember like the first few years of me sitting in my corporate job in advertising and looking around and feeling exactly how you described, like in the bathroom crying and like, <laughs> this is not the life that I want and dreaming about something different and then just wasting a year and two years just because I'm overthinking it. Where if I, like, if I would have taken that first step, then I would already be somewhere. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think it's just trusting that even if you don't instantly, because you won't instantly end up where you want, but there's all that Mm -hmm. learning that goes on. And again, I just, you're going to end up somewhere that's probably makes you a lot happier and that's going to happen through the doing and the trying new things. And I think also just looking at it as an experiment. This mm-hmm. is not like that. Like, you know, I mean, presumably most of us are not saving lives here. Like we're just trying to make people's lives better. And nobody's going to notice if, uh, you know, your Instagram content is not great one day or your email, <laughs> like nobody really cares. And I think it's important to have, again, approach it with that playfulness of, you know, what am I actually enjoying here? Like what's working, what's not? And just kind of looking at the whole thing as a big ongoing experiment because I think that takes the pressure off of this has to be perfect right away. Yes, absolutely. And it's a very vulnerable experience, I feel. So I I know that it can be very difficult for a lot of people, but I'm glad that you're sharing this because I think uh, it's really important to hear. And I feel that we hear a lot about the struggles and the challenges of starting a business, but I'd actually love to know what was been, what has been fun for you about creating your own (laughs) business. (laughs) Yeah, I love that question because you're right. Nobody ever, it's so wild because we start our business because of all the good experiences yeah. and then we hear about all the struggles. <laughs> you're like, don't start it. It's too yeah. difficult and the struggles and the challenges, but there's actually a very fun, creative uh, thing about starting your business. So I'd love for you to share about it. It's true. It's true. I mean, there have been a couple of things. Like there, there are certainly the obvious ones. Like for me, freedom was really the biggest one. It, it's kind of funny. I didn't even think about you know, I have made a business that's location independent. That actually wasn't something I thought of when I started it. I just didn't, I basically didn't want someone telling me what to do. And so I I can't understate how, how transformative that's been in my life because I hate having people tell me what to do or like having things to do. And so being able to just set my own schedule, whatever that looks like, that has allowed me to, 
to have these other experiences, whether it's, you know, I'm going to go on a, I mean, not now I'm not going on a trip, but like normally like, okay, I'm going to go on a trip or even if it's just, I'm going to take the day off and I'm going to walk around the city, you know, things like that, these kind of small moments where I get to put myself first and, and not have to ask permission from somebody else that has been, I mean, it sounds so simple, but that has been the biggest thing for me. But I can also think of, I mean, for me, one of the most, I would say, fun and also probably transformative experiences that came from starting my first business is that I did this thing for about four months where I went on a road trip. So I went on a four-month road trip across North America. And part of this road trip was because I was thinking about moving and I really just wanted to see what these different cities were like. And part of it was that I was part of this uh, in-person community for the music industry called Balanced Breakfast, and they were starting to sort of implement chapters. And so I would go to these cities, I would start these in-person, basically networking events. I would stay for a couple of weeks, get it set up, hand it over to another leader, chapter leader, and then I would kind of move on to the next city. And that was such an amazing experience because I got to see the country. And, and it's so amazing because it's, I mean, it's kind of funny when you're traveling like that and you realize like even just a couple states away is so different the way people live, the way the pace of life is. And so that was fascinating. But also I got to experience that with my parents. Like my dad flew out to New Orleans one time and met me. That was amazing. My mom joined me for a good, like different chunks of it. And, you know, and that was amazing to share that with her. Same thing, like my grandparents at one point came out to visit me in Toronto when I was there. And just kind of getting to have all those experiences. I never would have had that if I was still in my nine to five. I wouldn't have been able to take four months off and just like do whatever I wanted and still make money at it. I mean, it would never happen. And so that was definitely one of the most amazing experiences and something that, you know, once the restrictions lift, I'm, I'm really looking forward to doing again, because I, I, the older I get, the more those experiences just mean everything to me. You know, those memories I have with my mom, with my grandparents, like that's everything. Yeah. I feel it just helps you feel more alive also and just take full advantage of what life offers you, like to be able to travel and go to all these experiences experiences sorry that you just mentioned it's just it's very fulfilling it's a fulfilling way of living for sure and I think the trap here sometimes is to bring whatever we learn from the society or corporate world into entrepreneurship and you know start with the idea of creating more freedom but then not being able to fully enjoy right. it so <laughs> I don't know if you have any advice for our listeners here that can that, that they can take away from your experience in being able to create the freedom, but also to be able to enjoy it and not feel guilty and work all the time. Yeah, that's so funny you say that because you're you're exactly right. And I am definitely guilty of that, even even in life now, you know, where it's like I would go I'll go visit maybe my mom and my grandmother. And it's like, I, I'm working, you know, mm -hmm. and I have to really remind myself, okay, these emails are going to be here. Graham's not going to be here forever. Like you need to pay attention. And so it sounds, I don't mean to oversimplify, but for me, literally like the thing that has helped me the most in those moments, whether it's uh, in that moment or getting myself to, you know, take that day off or whatever has been number one, really starting to notice when I when I start to drift, right? So we, I think most of us usually notice when we're starting to have whatever it is, whether it's like a negative thought or, you know, taking ourselves out of the moment, most of us kind of notice that switch. And I, so when I notice that I instantly catch myself and I'm like, is this actually, you know, so important right now that it can't wait? 
usually the answer is no. It's pretty much always mm-hmm. like it can wait, you know, um, and then just forcing myself to do it. And sometimes that looks like I have to put the computer away. I have to actually, sometimes it's harder than others, but I think it really is as simple as you just make yourself do it. And I think like anything else, that's not necessarily a habit yet. The more you make yourself do it, the more, you know, the easier it becomes. But I think it's just sort of holding ourselves accountable in that way. And then just reminding yourself, you know, I, this sounds really morbid, I know, but one of the things I like to remind myself of when I feel like I'm being difficult in this way is I'll, I'll just be like, you know what, you're going to be dead one day. And like, Mm -hmm. what are you going to be happier about that? You answered this email or that you got ice cream with your family, you know, are you going to be happier that you were feeling burnt out and you decided to push through and do these three things instead of just, you know, taking time and reading, which you enjoy, you know, like I think just putting it in a very, at least for me, putting it in a very extreme perspective in that way really helps because I, I think otherwise it's very easy to get bogged down in, you know, just the day-to-day living. And we really, really lose perspective of the fact that we are not going to be here forever. We are not going to be this age forever. We're not going to be whatever it is in this shape, have this money, have this freedom, like whatever it is, everything eventually changes. And I I think remembering that is at least for me crucial to allowing myself to enjoy and embrace those little moments. Oh, it's so important. And I mean, for a lot of us, the reason why we started a business is because we wanted to be able to fully enjoy life and to have that freedom. And I feel it's just very easy to bring uh, the way we were raised or what was valued in the corporate world. Um, And I feel, yes, (laughs) having these very extreme scenarios of like, I'm not going to be alive, you know, for forever. So I need to really take advantage of it. And I think like for, for, for example, in my, in my coaching program, the thing that I start with is always to make them reflect on their own definition of what's, success and freedom means for them because it can be very different for from what they've seen in society and to start with well freedom for me means being able on a you know Tuesday afternoon to go to a yoga class or it means being able to go get my kids earlier from school or you know to get that ice cream with my family and to really have that clear picture of what freedom means for you because just saying I want more freedom sometimes it's very vague Uh, and so until you don't have that clear picture in your mind it's a bit more difficult to actually uh, keep yourself accountable on that so starting with that definition of what it means for you and then keeping yourself accountable is very important and a funny thing I do with my clients is that okay I'm a business coach for sure but I feel the thing I keep them the most accountable for is, have you taken your day off this week? Uh, Like, what are you going to do? How are you going to celebrate? Like, have you been able to enjoy your definition of freedom this week? And I feel sometimes when you just take a step back and you experience that freedom for you in in your life and in your business, and you get back to business, then you have a much clearer way of seeing the strategy and the tactics and whatnot. So it's not so much about just figuring out the strategies and working all the time, but it's taking a step back, experiencing what freedom means for you and clearly living it and getting back to your business with much more energy. Oh yeah. I love that you do that because that clarity is so important and you're exactly right that a lot of us will say things, but we don't necessarily know what they mean. (laughs) We're just sort of saying them and like, 
we haven't thought through, okay, what does the freedom mean? Or, you know, what does that view of success mean? Or what does this a good week look like to me? And I think like the other thing to remember too, is just that, like you said, we start these businesses because we want whatever it is, whether it's, we want more freedom, we want to live a more fulfilled life. And I think it's very easy for us to get caught up in the, even if we're not competitive by nature, you know, that, that competition of like, well, I see this business doing this and I see this and, or I could do this, or maybe Mm -hmm. I should be doing this. Right. And we see sort of all these possibilities. And I think again, stepping back and like you said, going, okay, but what do I like? Number one, what do I have to have a sacrifice to have that? Right. Do Mm -hmm. I want a million dollar business? I don't know. What does that look like? Does that maybe mean less time doing, you know, X, Y, and Z? Is that worth it to me? Because there's no shame. in like, if you want to make, you know, $60,000 $60,000 a year or $100,000 a year, like that doesn't make you less than the business that's making $10 million a year mm-hmm. because you have different lifestyles. And so I think it's also important to think, like you said, what does that freedom look like to me? Because, you know, then you create the business that you, that fits that lifestyle. If- Absolutely. And to always check in with that definition and seeing like, have I been able to, you know, live the kind of lifestyle that I wanted to this week? No. Okay. Well, let's readjust next week. Like I, I feel it's very important to, for me to, to do my calendar blocking or my scheduling based on starting first with my hobbies and my free time and whatever freedom means for me specifically, usually it's travel. It's not for now. (laughs) It's going to be soon, but um, to start scheduling these first and then scheduling the work around it and seeing Uh, how that looks like but it's just it's very important and it's easy to forget but always checking in with that definition of what freedoms means for you Um, like for example for now in August I I stepped away from Instagram I'm not on Instagram in August because I mean there's like three days of sunshine here in Montreal per year Mm -hmm. so I just wanted to really take advantage of the summer and spend more time with my friends and my family and be there for them uh, and also do nothing, honestly. But yes. yeah, sometimes you just have to to sit with yourself and ask yourself, well, this business that I wanted to start for more freedom, am I actually living it? Or have I created another kind of nine to five prison? Yeah, because that happens so often, right? Mm-hmm. We end up just sort of trapping ourselves yeah. <laughs> in a different, more stressful version of what we left. Exactly, exactly. So it's very, very important to just check in with that often. And I know for you, parts of, you know, that freedom means traveling and also spending time with your dog, which I find so cute. my dog. (laughs) (laughs) You know what, my dog is like so well traveled, I feel like and he doesn't appreciate it at all. He actually hates traveling. He's he he's kind of a homebody and he likes to be around all his people. I think if he had his way, it would be me, my fiance, my mom, my grandmother, all just living under one roof and just getting all the pats. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's the, I mean, that's, I mean, okay, it sounds really ridiculous, but I think you'll get this. I mean, that was another huge part of my motivator for, you know, continuing to to grow a business was I don't like, I really just don't want to leave my dog again. He has never been really ever alone because I barely, I think I worked that you know, when he, since he was a puppy, I've barely had to leave the house in that way. And everything I've been able to do has been around that. And so like, for me, that sounds, yeah, it sounds really silly a little bit, but it's also a priority. Like I like to hang out with my dog. I want to be able to pick up and go places with him. And so, you know, again, like being able to do that, it's, it's amazing. Even if he doesn't want to travel, I'm grateful that we can travel together. 
So where have you been with your dog? I know a lot of people ask me about traveling with your pet and I have no experience with that. So I'm, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> oh yeah. So we, I mean, we've been everywhere that we can drive. So, you know, just all over North America. Um, when we did that four month road trip, you know, we went, I mean, we hit a lot of the major cities, you know, Nashville, New Orleans, Austin, the whole West Coast. Um, I lived in San Francisco for a little under a year. He lived there with me. He lived with me in Toronto when I lived there. Uh, really anywhere. And as long as, I mean, when we were traveling, when we were doing that road trip, we just stayed at Airbnbs that allowed pets, mm -hmm. which is sometimes a little bit tougher. You're usually going to pay a little bit more money for it, but it's like, well, what's the alternative, you know, I'm not going to leave the dog. So yeah, it's, it's kind of an experience. And I will say it's kind of fun too, because, you know, you get to explore new parks and new lakes and new, like, you know, we didn't have a backyard before we were doing that road trip. And then I remember there was this huge backyard in Austin and it was fenced and he loved running around it. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like, I feel like I've been able to give him a pretty good life. <laughs> Definitely. He's a very lucky dog for sure. Yeah. And I love that you're sharing it because I mean, it's the simple things. Sometimes when you just uh, create your own business and what success or wealth actually means, it's not always like the big fancy luxury trips or the bags or whatnot is just to be able to travel with your dog. I mean, it's the simple things. It really is. I mean, it's just whatever, again, like you said, getting back to, okay, what does that mean mm -hmm. for you? And for me, that just means, like I said, being able to make my own schedule, being able to not have to ask permission. You know, there's, there's no worse feeling to me than, than feeling like I can't, I hate feeling restricted in that way. And so being able to do that, whether it is traveling or whether it's just that I just want to sit at home and like not be bothered all day, whichever of those extremes it is, that to me is, is what I'm always sort of building towards. I love that. So a question that I ask all my guests, because this podcast is called Change Your Latitude, and it's all about growth and movement uh, and self-development. So I'd love to know how you're going to change your latitude this year? This is such a great question. For me, I feel like this year has been so pivotal. Piv I can never say that word, pivotal. I don't know why I always want to say pivotal. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> I always I mess do up it. all the words though. <laughs> <laughs> but this year has been so pivotal for me because like I, like I was saying in the beginning, I have completely changed my career path, right? So like this is the first, I've been thinking about it for a long time and this is the first time that I'm going, okay, I'm stepping away from PR and I'm, I'm stepping into this um, coaching of, of women that want to grow their business. And so that's that's a huge way that I'm changing. I started my podcast uh, a couple months ago. That was something I've wanted to do for years. So I feel like that can all be summed up by just saying that this year, and I, and I really think it's everything you know that we've gone through with the pandemic and are still going through, it's really as cliche as it sounds, forced me to sit down and really reevaluate things and go, you know what? matters, you know, because I would be lying if I said that I haven't spent months like really anxious and scared about what the future looks like. And as much as that sucks, it's forced me to think, okay, but what do you really want to be doing? You know, what's actually going to make you happy? You know, all the things we've been talking about here, it's been a lot of just reflection for me this year. And, and really, like we talked about acting on those things instead of just thinking about them. And I can tell you that like the beginning of any journey, it's not without its bumps, but I am a whole lot happier than if I was just staying stuck for, you know, the fifth year in a row or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. And I'm happy for you. 
Thank it's you. very exciting. It's It's been a challenging year for sure, but I feel it's been also eye-opening for a lot of us that did pivots with our businesses or just readjusted the way that we wanted to manage our own businesses. So where can we find more information about you? And also, I know that the podcast that you're hosting now is the story behind the journey. I know you have a retreat coming up. So tell us all about it. Yeah, so the easiest way to find me is just AngelaMasterGiacomo.com. Although, as I'm saying that, uh, that's a, that's a really long last name. So <laughs> <laughs> I'll put it in the show <laughs> it's notes. It's very Italian. <laughs> um, but my Instagram is just Angela underscore Mastro, if that's any easier. And yeah, so you can, you can find me there. Like you said, I have the podcast, The Story Behind the Journey. And I'm doing this virtual retreat. It kicks off uh, mid-September, September 14th. And what it is, I'm really, really excited about it. I it's, it's going to be so good. So basically it's for women that are either launching, like just starting or, um, are wanting to get past those, like I said, one to three K months and, and start getting those consistent five K months. And so it's going to be, uh, three days of trainings on, you know, how to create offers that are actually going to sell, how to get in front of clients that you actually want to work with. Cause like <laughs> we said, life is way too short to be miserable. And then um, there's 25 spots and everyone that signs up is going to also get a private one-on-one coaching session with me. And there's also just going to be tons of giveaways. I want to create as much of a community atmosphere as possible. And so I just want it to feel like we are, you know, 25 women just hanging out, like feeding off each other's energy, building these businesses again, like just wanting to change the world. And that's really what I'm hoping to do with this virtual retreat while we're all sort of stuck inside. Wow. That's so great. Well, I'll definitely leave the links in the show notes for sure. It sounds like a great retreat. Thank you so much for being here. I really did appreciate our little chat here. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and this interview with Angela. I hope it was helpful and insightful for you guys. I hope that it also changed your mind about some things about entrepreneurship and helped you just reframe your perspective because it can be fun. It can be very challenging at times, but it can be very fun and very freeing. So if you have any questions for me, if you have any questions for Angela, feel free to reach out to us. I'm going to leave her links and resources and website in the show notes. Thank you again for listening to this episode and I'll see you in the next one.